What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Chris and the guys at Greenview Construction LLC are a firm offering professional services in design and, of course, construction. And they are proud to announce that they've completed design and 3D renderings for two-spec home models located in the Jupiter and Palm Beach Gardens area, sitting on over one-acre lots. Now, they've got four lots available for these model homes. The first is a British West Indies model style, totaling just over 4,500 square foot, air-conditioned space, five bedrooms, five bathrooms, and they boast 16-foot ceilings in some areas. The second, more traditional style home, 3,100 square foot, air-conditioned space, four bedrooms and four baths. They boast 14-foot ceilings in some areas. Both models will have a free-flowing layouts that connect the kitchen, the family room, living room, library, I mean library, a den, an outdoor lanai, and both models will have an option to add a detached in-law suite if you really want the in-laws to move in, and a garage totaling an additional 1,000 square foot. You can visit Chris and the team online at www.greenviewconstruction.com. You can email Chris Tyson, that's C Tyson, as in Mike Tyson, C Tyson at greenviewconstruction.com, or you can call 561-727-5013. They're also on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on Twitter. Just look for Greenview Construction. And if that wasn't enough, they have an appointment-only showroom at 715 Commerce Way West, Suite 14 in Jupiter, Florida. Are you a business owner or executive who needs more results from your marketing team? Do you struggle to measure the results of your marketing spend? Or do you need to spend less time running marketing personally? A metrics marketer fractional CMO can help. A fractional CMO delivers measurable results and value by combining real-world experience with a proven marketing framework and process, all at a fraction of the price of a full-time marketing leader. We manage and enhance your existing marketing team while creating programs designed to drive awareness, revenue, and growth for your company. Let us create, manage, and deploy a marketing strategy to help you reach your goals faster. Visit yourfcmo.com, that's yourfcmo.com, to request a free, no-obligation consultation. Mention 3YPC for a special discount of 10% off our services. Grow your business faster with a fractional CMO. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a revolutionary new daily fantasy game whereby you pick two, three, or four players to go over or under their fantasy point projections, and if you're correct, you win. Pick two or more players from the same sport or league or go cross leagues for your parlay. Use the promo code five, that's F-I-V-E, five, and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But first, sign up at prizepicks.com to start winning today. Are you a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim? Are you dealing with water, mold, or fire damage? Looking for a reputable, fully licensed, insured, and certified contractor? 
Water Cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. When a disaster strikes in your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. With over 62 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, and Eric and their team is prepared to handle any size disaster. The guys are born and raised in South Florida, so changing the narrative on the way contractors conduct business in South Florida is extremely important to them. Their objective is to make cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed building contractor, so they provide the A to Z service, one-stop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners require. There's no need to bring in other contractors. They will handle it all for you. Call or text them anytime at 561-408-7835 for immediate assistance. The number again, 561-408-7835. Water Cleanup of Florida. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. All right, not Alfredo Ortiaga, not Chris Kaufman, and not Simon Clancy. It is myself, Royal, and Juan once again. Before we get into anything, because there really isn't much to talk about today anyways, I uh, just want to remind you that we are sponsored by Manscaped. You can use the code 5RSN, that's the number 5RSN, for 20% off your entire order. And you can also go to Better Edge, that's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com slash five reasons. You get a $20 sign up bonus when you go there and you can use that for a bunch of props. It's the best gamers exchange that you can get to right now on the internet. Boys, how are we doing today? I think I, I want to start with you, uh, with you, Juan. I'm doing swell, Kai. Uh, I'm doing swell. Uh, there's just so much to discuss and so much to analyze and break down right now. Um, no, I'm I'm totally trolling. I there is absolutely like I I just cannot wait until we have actual new information to digest. Uh, whether it be Austin Jackson not knowing how to block or whatever it may be. I feel like you're so obsessed with Austin Jackson, uh, rightfully so, as he has a first round pick. Royal. How are you doing today, PJ Tucker? I brought this up to you beforehand. I know you're the you're the Heat guy here. You know you say he's going back to the Heat, but uh, you know the Heat may do some things. Kyrie Irving might test free agency. How are you doing, Ro? None of which is likely. Um, uh, I'm doing well. Um, overall, I'm kind of with Juan. Don't really know what we're going to do here today with such little news or anything changing from one week to the next. But that's why we have our fearless leader, Kachin Chisholm, here uh, to lead us on another extravagant adventure. I mean, we were 100% uh, last episode. The the comments were, you know, pretty much saying it was uh, way too many hypotheticals. I personally, just because I feel like, you know, with Mike, we had to go as, as professional as possible. Uh, with how it's a different vibe when it's just the three of us it's full on the extra yard nobody's here to stop us from doing whatever we want to do i personally think that the hypothetical game is one of the most fun games to play no i don't know i just think it's a a fun experiment are you gonna bring up i mean who knows i just i just think in general hypotheticals are the best thing to do i don't know how i feel about what is there to do in june about commenters bro they they run my life i care so very much about everything that they say what are they Um, the zeros and ones. Thank you. 
ones and zeros. Except for those of you guys who come and watch the XGR. We love you guys. Except for um, no, yeah, Welch. 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 Yeah. I hate Welch. Welch is probably well, yes. the only one. Even y'all that come and watch your zeros and ones, y'all are not real. <laughs> me and me and Juan respect you guys. So there really is nothing to talk about, obviously. Um, so we're gonna just play a, a fun little game, like a little bracket game. Juan brought the idea to me, and I think of course with I with did. there being of nothing, I was the one who brought the idea. I mean, there really is just truly <laughs> absolutely fuck all to talk about. Um I just use one of our curse words, but that's okay. There's just absolutely nothing to talk about. Uh, it is Jew, and I'm starting to understand why 3YPC doesn't talk about a lot. Uh, we got a little help from Tyree Kill, and we were able to push that for two weeks, and now that's kind of gone. So, Juan, would you like to present to the class your hypothetical <laughs> bracket situation that you brought up to me? Yes, because, of course, I was the one who brought it up. But this is a, a, a no-free clout zone, so we're not going to give anybody clout for who posted it. But the hypothetical is you start one, you bench one, and you cut one. And it's Tua, Pennington, or Tannehill. And I'm pretty sure we can all estimate where I'm going to go, but I guess I'll just say it out loud. But I'm 100% starting Pennington. I'm benching Tannehill, and, and, and I'm cutting Tua. Like, I, don't, I, I genuinely think that's the only right answer there, and that is a complete unbiased uh, opinion. Oh, I got I got a question. Like, are the parameters of this that we're only considering Chad Pennington's Dolphins career? Like, can we do, do his career in totality? Yeah, I, thought, I was I, I was doing it just off of Dolphins career. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if we did a career in totality, I think that'll change my list. But um, yeah, yeah, I I'm with one. I'm going Pennington, uh, Tannehill, and I'll have to cut two. The reason being is because I think. Uh, Pennington played one of his top three seasons of his career in Miami, like arguably probably his best season in the league. Like he he was really good for the Dolphins. I I'm not the biggest fan of Tannehill, but his peaks in Miami were uh, Pro Bowlish. Um, well he was a Pro Bowler. But well, um, Mac Jones is a Pro Bowler too, so I mean, I I don't know. I <laughs> once again would like to state that you are the worst human being <laughs> that has ever lived. Just would once again put that out there. No, but if we're talking about um the way they performed it, yeah, uh, Tannehill. I mean, his best season you could put that up as probably the best season of the three, and just for Tua, like he's getting cut, but I don't like in my opinion. It's not a slight to Tua. He just hasn't shown enough as a starter, as a Dolphins quarterback, to warrant being put above uh, those other two guys as of yet. I feel like I have to be the contra- the contrarian here just to, to bring a little more difference in opinion. Um, but first, I would like to ask a question to the class because I didn't even know this, and... Maybe this is because at this time, you know, I was a full-fledged New York Giants fan and we won the Super Bowl the year beforehand. Um, or it might have been this year, actually. But 2008, that's when Chad Pennington won Comeback Player of the Year. His first year with the Miami Dolphins, 32 years old, went to the playoffs. Um, would you guys like to guess what other award Chad Pennington was up for that season? Oh, I know, sir. I know, my good sir. Okay, well, then you don't say anything. Royal, would you like to guess what other award Chad Pennington was up for that season? MVP? Yes, Chad Pennington was second in MVP voting behind Peyton Manning 
uh, of the Indianapolis Colts. He was above Michael Turner, James Harrison, Adrian Peterson, Philip Rivers, Chris Johnson, and Kurt Warner. Uh, he had four votes, which was 8% of the share, just behind uh, Peyton Manning, who won the MVP, the NFL AP MVP that season, according to Pro Football Reference. So, you know, MVP almost season out of uh what would, did you Chad give, Pennington. Did, did you actually give your I'm Ooh. I'm about to. So, oh, I nice. think based off of just their career as a Miami Dolphin and this just goes off of just my pure hatred and vitriol for this person. Um I'm Stop going hedging. to Stop hedging. Start Chad Pennington. Cut Ryan Tannehill and bench to a tongue of my lower. No, no, no. You call one disgusting? That is contrarian. He calls me. Come on, come on, bro. What what is that? But not a contrarian. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. This I have just this you know hatred for Ryan Tannehill. Right. Like, let's think about this. You know, he came here. We all we always got convinced that he could be the guy. He was never the guy. The one season that we went to the playoffs, he was helped by a running back who had bone to bone knees and was drinking pickle juice on the sidelines out of Boise State. I, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe I just in my heart of hearts, I just really I don't know. I don't like Ryan Tannehill. There's something about Listen, him. So the Chad Pennington thing, like. The only the argument, first of all, you're wrong. Like the the only Listen. conversation that you can have here is between Pennington and Tannehill, and the argument for Tannehill would be longevity. I think he sustained a level of play longer than Chad Pennington was able to, and definitely longer than what uh, Tua has been able to put on the field. So, like, there's an argument to be made to start Tannehill over Chad Pennington. But there's no argument to be made outside of your personal vendetta to to cut him. Let me let me pose a, a harder one in replacing Tua. Um, well, at least I feel like it's a harder one. And I'm going to ask this total career, not just as a Dolphin. And replacing Tua and keeping the other two, Chad Pennington and um, Ryan Tannehill, I'm replacing Tua with Jay Cutler. Then what would you do? I feel like there has to be a difference. My in that answer situation. is the exact same thing. There's yeah. no way. You, I am total 100%, career. I'm a hundred percent starting Chad Pennington, uh, keeping Ryan Tannehill or benching Ryan Tannehill, and I'm and I'm cutting and I'm cutting. What's it called? Uh, Jay Cutler. Uh, I have total a total career. I, I don't like. I don't. Yeah, I don't like Jay Cutler at all as a quarterback. That is like, like that's fair. That's not like he's just not that 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 type of dude you want leading your your troops and and you know like for for all the stuff that like I do talk about you know not bad but negatively to it like that's not one thing I'm that concerned about or maybe I am I don't know he he didn't want to be a captain last year I really don't know you both are sick individuals bro and I just don't understand why I do a show with y'all. If if we adding Jay Cutler to this list and we're talking about their entire career, the answer is Jay Cutler starts. Ryan Tannehill backs up. Chad, Pen- Chad Pennington is probably the odd man. Well, no, Pennington over Tannehill. Tannehill gets cut this time. Um, now we agree. Hmm? Now we agree. Yeah. 
because because Jay Cutler is uh the most decorated quarterback of the three. Um, he has the the most uh he's the most gifted physically of the three. Um, in terms of just arm strength, not maybe not athleticism, maybe Tannehill edges him out there. But in in, in position in terms of what tools you need to play quarterback, Jay Cutler kind of far exceeds though. Chad Pennington, for as accurate as he is cannot throw the ball more than 12 yards down the field. And I am not going to replace that because of one shining season that he had in Miami. Like, so Jay Cutler is starting, uh, Pennington, I'll give him the respect and bench him. And then Tannehill gets cut in this scenario. I just, uh, for me, I, I th- if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I think Pennington won comeback player of the year twice. And I think it's cause he blew out his arm twice. Um, I, I just, I've never really been that big on on Cutler. I feel like he was definitely a stat, a stat merchant. Like he's just um pushing for numbers and and never really had like um like the in between the ears stuff that, you know, you kind of want from a quarterback, especially one that was drafted high and should be leading the franchise. I think you don't necessarily actually if we're honestly being real with ourselves, the only time uh, Jay Cutler was ever was when he was traded. Um, that's the only time you've ever seen a quarterback of a, his age. I think he was like 27, 28, maybe um, traded in his prime uh, from one team who didn't really have an answer. Like they they I think they started Cal Orton instead of him. Um, so I personally have never been a Jay Cutler fan. And my disdain was full on flared up um, when he came over here and, and stunk it up um pennington to me is the safe choice it's it's the it's the same type of like you know hell we might have made some real noise in the playoffs the last two years with a pennington type playing uh you know football um so we have fitz magic games huh huh we have fitz magic huh don't listen don't don't get me started on 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 well well first of all chad pennington would never take half of the chances that ryan fitzpatrick does I don't know if you call it safe or scared, but the man just, he does, he, he did not, like, he didn't, you take Tua don't push the ball down the field? Like, Chad Pennington could not get the ball anywhere beyond the line of scrimmage, bro. Like, I get it. Like, he's the most accurate quarterback of all time, blase, blase, whatever, bro. But Chad Pennington is one of those guys who never really did it for me. One, I got a question. Like, was your hate for Jay Cutler amplified when he got to Miami, or was oh, it just always there? That was the oh, year. Okay. I, like, they, they sold me a dream. I bought I bought uh, season tickets, and they signed Jay Cutler. And I was like, I, like, I no, like, that was horrible for me. Um, and, and not to, like, keep going back to it, but, like, to me, um, yeah, you know, Pennington wasn't all that when it came to the stats. Like, I think his best year was, like, 22 touchdowns and six interceptions, but I had seen a stat where it was like, if he ever won, um, what was it? I think if he ever played more than 12 games or something like that, he was at least eight and four. Um, so, I mean, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. And when it comes to, to Tannehill, to me, um, hell, Tannehill's the type of quarterback who early on in his career was getting destroyed, whether rightfully so from his own lack of pocket presence or the offensive line being god-awful. Um, but I just feel like, you know, the... the I, I just... You know, we lasted seven years with Tannehill, and I I think that's kind of, like, my biggest thing where, like, I just... I cannot wait another 
four years with Tua. Um, and I know this is everything always comes back yeah. to Tua. But You're does, the biggest Tua hater that exists. It just I, can't, I I I just can't fathom it. I really can't. And 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 next year, like I can't fathom. And you know, I, this is like way further down the line. But I just can't fathom like another rookie coming in if 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 anything fails. Like I just it's I, I don't know. This team is two win right two win now um, with uh, Melvin Ingram. Uh, with Armstead, with Tyreek, with X, uh, Javon, JP, kind of coming in. Like we just, we just need something steady and something that will, you know, just let this team be what they can really be. You know, and I'm team let Tua cook. You know, like let Russ cook, let Tua cook. Come on, that man's gonna serve up like a steak dinner. He's gonna cook it perfectly every single time. He, he got all the ingredients in the world to make filet mignon. If he comes out with like churrasco, like I I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like I like churrasco, but that's I was not about to say, why are you hating on churrasco like that? Because that's not what the ingredients are, bro. Like that, like you got two legitimately like we you keep, know, Tyreek is top we keep, three. We keep going. Like, we keep going to two. We have to find. Just, we have to find a way to have a uh, an episode Listen, where the majority of the conversation when this, when is. When this started to not talk about Chase Herbert or NFTs, and I feel like I've I feel like I've done my job. So I, I'm. You I'm were challenged to, by who? Uh, there's a couple people on the chat that 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 said that I I shouldn't talk about Chase or Herbert. I got I got oh uh, I got a hypothetical for us, and we'll switch positions. I'll go wide receiver this time. <laughs> uh, Motherfucker, Saints... bro, I was about to ask the same question. Yes, yeah, same concept, start bench uh, cut. Uh, you got Chris Chambers, Devon Bess, and um, we'll go Devontae Parker. Oh, start that's easy. Yeah, start bench cut. We'll start with you then, Kai, since it's easy. You said Devon Bess, Devontae Parker, and Chris Chambers? Yeah. I'm going to go, obviously, you start Chris Chambers. I'm going to say you bench Devon Bess, and because of injury history, Devontae Parker gets cut. Is this like uh, for like uh, the season? Is this for like a game? Like what? Are, what were the parameters here? You can't start, add stuff now. What? Yeah, like just just take it from your the brain interprets the question. It, it just depends because you know I I've always been a huge DVP fan. Like I I like that that to me was like that was a good pick where it was. It just didn't work out because of injuries. But the few times that he did play and he was healthy, like. The Rams game and and the Buffalo game up there and and you know that 2019 season like we saw potential for a top 15 top 20 wide receiver so I am probably gonna bench DVP um, start Chris Chambers and um, and go ahead and cut Devon Best. See, I thought I'm not gonna lie, bro. I thought you were gonna ask like a, a Waddle versus Chase for this versus Devontae Smith question. But He's I'm obsessed. Glad he didn't go that way. He's I'm obsessed. glad he did not go that yeah, way. Yeah, no, I'm sticking strictly to the Dolphins players because I know I'm trying to preserve your image, Juan. Thank you. <laughs> no, a, little, a little bit of it that there is. <laughs> yeah. So the um, I, I think I'm going with Juan's list over yours, Kai, and it's probably because I have a similar hatred for Devon Best. Uh, that uh, Kai, that Kai, you have for um, <laughs> <laughs> one player. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's just obviously Devon Best is not the same type of player that Devonte Parker is. I'm not gonna sit there and try to you know convince people that Devon Best is some outward you know overworldly godlike player. I, it was just something about I guess as a kid watching number 15. It was like you know what, bro? He's not like he was. Obviously, 19 better kick returner, but he was like what I felt like 19 could have been had 19 had hands. 
and like obviously 19 better like in kick returning. Leg. It's like, just or, like, I don't or know. Like if Devon Bess could run. Yeah, he I was, was slow. No, I know hell, for bro. sure. It's it. It was just something I literally have no idea why. But there's like a few players I have that, for whatever reason, as a kid, it was always like I don't know that this player is just kind of like someone that I would just keep for no oh, okay. no I, reason I got at a all. Good one. I got a good one. Okay. Okay. Charles Charles Clay, uh, Gesicki, and <laughs> Randy McMichael. You know who Charles Clay is, Royal? Yes, I I know. Okay. Uh, very well versed in Dolphins history, bro. Like, I've been, I'm from South Florida. It was the only games that used to come on TV, bro. Oh, oh, that's I'm a big Randy McMichael fan, bro. I like Randy McMichael, so I'm starting Randy McMichael. Um, Charles Clay is probably going on the bench. I'm cutting Gasicki because Gasicki can't block. Whoa! I'm actually. I, okay, I'll let you go. No, I I would. I just kind of want a, uh, a reasoning just because Gasicki can't block. That's a. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Randy McMichael was the automatic starter for me. Like, that that was easy for me. But in terms of, like, I, I don't know. It's not just the not blocking thing. I think I've kind of bought into the uh, Gasicki being soft narrative a little bit. Oh, no. Like you let, you let you let Kendall get to you, bro. Yeah, bro. You you wow. know you know them boys influence me, man. Shout out to the Kane gang. Them boys inf- them boys influence me, and you know I listen to it, and the more I look at it, I feel the same, man. Like sometimes, yeah, like you don't stick his nose only, in there. That's the only narrative I can't I can't push with them, bro. I really can't. I can't. For me, for me, I'm I'm going the exact opposite of you, actually, uh, Roy. I'm I'm I'm. Benching Gesicki, I'm starting Clay and I'm cutting Randy McMichael. Wow. Yeah, I was big on Clay. What? I feel like I was bigger on Clay than a lot of other people were. That took me a second oh. to process. I was like, <laughs> wait, you you said you're starting Charles Clay? Yeah. Ben benching Mike Gesicki yeah. and cutting Randy McMichael. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that one. Um, All right, what's your list, bro? Because is this got is this how going on. is this how I sounded when I said that I would cut Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Damn. whoa, what? What's what's the slander here? I'm not under. I don't know. I just I don't feel like Charles Clay is worthy of keeping over Randy McMichael at all. Really? Like I'm probably no, just I'm probably doing not. Randy McMichael like starting Kasicki on the bench, year, and I remember him with that with that Pittsburgh game, and no, I I just. I don't see that. I, I Charles Clay was cool. I think he w- originally was a fullback when he came in, and then he yeah. turned into a tight end. But like, I, nah. That's what I, that was my point. Like, I wasn't quite sure what position Charles Clay was. Like, yeah, you list him as a tight end, but like, I don't know. He's him he and feel very tight. Him and um and uh what's it called? What's his name? Oh my god, I just had it in my head. He played for the University of Miami and then he played for us. Um Lamar Miller. Him and Lamar Miller were the two people where and Olivier Vernon, obviously, where I was like when they left and they got contracts elsewhere, I was perfectly okay with it. Like those were the ones where if they had signed on cheaper deals, I would have been cool, you know, it would have been cool. But when Charles Clay went to Buffalo, um and when Lamar Miller went to Houston, I was just like, Yeah. 
I'm fine with this. This is okay. I'm not really. So, Kyle, how did your list shake out? Like, what was your uh, list for the tight ends? I same as you, dude. I'd have to like. I think I'd start. Well, no, because you kept Charles Clay and you cut Mike Siki, right? Right. Yeah. No. Never mind. I would. I would cut Charles Clay and I would bench Mike Siki. I think just off of the pure fact that Mike Siki is just an athletic freak. Like, I know that he is soft. Um, you know, he blocks more people on Twitter than he does in, in football games. But I, I don't know. It's just he he's an athletic freak. Like, and I just feel like if you let's, you know, theoretically starting and benching, if we have him and Randy McMichael, I think we're pretty fine. I think this is OK. It's kind of him. And I, obviously, Durham Smythe is not the similar player, but him and Durham Smythe, you know, Durham Smythe is I'm kind not- of your traditional <laughs> tight end. I'm not sure if it's uh okay for me to push my other narrative as to why my list is the way it is on the pod. <laughs> no, it's I, I definitely think, uh, not. I, yeah, I think uh, I think we gonna gut it, dude. Oh, I was about to say, should I stay away from it? Or should I just make it plain for the no, audience? No, obviously, obviously, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know, and, they don't and by know. the way, I, 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 uh, I went through the stats, and and Charles Clay and McMichael's best years are like identical, like. Like, McMichaels just... was 2004, it was, like, 791 and 4 TDs, and then Charles Clay was, like, that 2013 year, 759 and 6 TDs, so, I guess. Eh. I got another one. So, <laughs> if it's, I hope it's in running, running backs, because yeah. I'm trying to look through running backs, and I'm, like, yeah, trying I, I, to figure I, I out the say, best was, mixture. I'm doing, I'm doing running backs. I, that's the one I was going to do. Um, So, we got running Brown, Jay Ajayi, and... I don't even know if, you, if that's how you say that man's name properly, but uh, JJ and I, I need a third running back. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say Lamar Ricky because that's too easy. Lamar yeah, Miller. let's do Lamar Miller. Let's do Lamar Miller. So oh, Lamar no, no, Miller. No, 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 no. no Reggie, that's Reggie, so Reggie. easy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So Reggie easy. Bush, Reggie Bush, JJ and Ronnie Brown, and we'll start oh, with Kyle. That's a good one. So we're doing just to confirm: Reggie Bush, Lamar Miller, mm-hmm. Ronnie Brown, mm-hmm. all time no. or. No, no, no. Reggie Bush, Jay Ajayi. Oh, Jay Ajayi and, and, yeah. and Ronnie Brown. Yeah. Bush Ajayi, Ronnie Brown. And we're doing strictly Dolphins. Like, I think play. this one would be fair to do only Dolphins because none of them outside I mean, of like Reggie Bush is the better yeah. of them all time. But Yeah. Well, um, let's just do Dolphins. Damn, bro. Honestly, and I, I know this. I will. I don't know. I feel like Juan may or may not be in line with me. I'm starting Jay Ajayi because I think that those just that little time that you had of his bone to bone knees was, you know, I, it was just electric. It was magical. And then I'm benching Ronnie Brown and then I'm I'm cutting Lamar Miller. Uh, it's just or Reggie Bush. Sorry, I'm just cutting Reggie Bush. I like Reggie Bush, but um, so what, I think sorry, I would keep Ronnie Brown. We said it was only their Dolphins or just oh. Only their Dolphins. Yeah. Because so, if it was the whole career, Reggie would be one. Yeah, I'm starting Jay Ajayi, benching Ronnie Brown, and then cutting Reggie Bush. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna go complete opposite of you, Kai. I would I would be starting Reggie, uh benching Ronnie Brown and cutting Jay Ajayi. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I was really high on on everything that uh that Reggie brought that one year with us. Like I Reggie think gave y'all a thousand yards that year though, right? He gave us a thousand yards. He was legit like a true leader, bro. Like a legit guy that everybody looked up to and, and kind of respected. 
um and it was both ways it was it was receiving it was rushing um ronnie brown to me was kind of like the first pick that kind of brought me into the fanhood of the dolphins so that's like a sentimental spot for me and the dude honestly like I've, i grew up over here by sunrise and he would play at the uh la fitness over there basketball the dude looked like a legit linebacker playing running back it was ridiculous how like jacked up dude was um and jhi to me was always like i don't know I, maybe it was the pickle juice i was never really that much of a fan the 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 three 200 yard games were like you know peak though for sure I think I'm going to go Jay Ajayi one because his season felt like it had the most impact on winning for you guys. Like y'all just put that entire team on his back and he kind of ran you out to the playoffs. Uh, I'm benching uh, Reggie Bush because I mean, dude was good for the Dolphins. Like that, that thousand yard season was really good for him. And I'm cutting Ronnie Brown, nothing against Ronnie Brown. I think Ronnie Brown was okay, I guess. But that was was that a product of the Wildcat or you know his talent? And that's something that I've struggled with since it kind of came out. He had his most success out of the Wildcat, so I I never like thought of him as somebody as a, like an impactful traditional running back, like in the grander scheme of things. I have one that I feel, and I feel like the, this conversation on running backs go longer, but I have one I feel that might be a little harder in general if we talk Is about. It- is it DBs or, or it's DMs? just strictly corners? So I don't want to go. I don't want to go with the full like defensive backs like safeties. No, included. I didn't. I was I was really going cornerback too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, obvious. I mean, I feel like it's obvious. It's Sertain, Madison, or Xavier Howard. Yeah, that's the only three. I really those think those about. are only. I try, and I, I feel like squeeze in Vontae just because I I I, 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 hey, like I feel like if but. you do Vontae, you could do what an argument him maybe Brent Grimes because Brent Grimes is pretty good in at least in that time that he was here. I, you just have to think about it, like another, like a third corner that at least was at uh, that kind good. of. I like, yeah. I like both. I was, I was super hype on. That's on like a three, three that you could kind of probably debate, but in terms of like, I guess legend, because I feel like Xavier Howard has kind of reached like he's a. a no, he's at that. Peak, yeah, he's at that sure. peak of like, a of a Dolphins. He's on, he's on the Dolphins cornerback Mount Rushmore at this yeah. point, and I it's would those be three. Shocked if he's not. Uh, when all 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 is done, like Ring of Honor, like that, he's he's been to that level. He's been that consistent, and you know, uh, as of now, and knock on wood, it looks like he's gonna, you know, hopefully finish his career. But to me, yeah, yeah, X is X is up there for sure. Um, so Juan, start yeah. with you then. Uh, Sam yeah. Madison, Patrick Sertain, and Xavier Howard. Um. I'm probably starting um, Madison, benching Xavier and cutting Sertain. All right. Any yeah. any specific reason? Um, you know, Madison to me was more of like the shutdown corner, um, whereas X is kind of um more of like one side whoever's there that's who he's going to cover um and i and i not for nothing but i i also liked how uh sam madison always like you know talk shit like it would always be something you kind of heard like you know during the game or during the broadcast like him like loud as hell uh just talking shit to the opposing you know uh receivers so i always kind of appreciate that for my corners um and 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 overall like i i i I, I think I like his type of like build for a corner. Like 
um not not necessarily too tall but like a good size of length uh long arms long reach uh and not and not 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 afraid to like just stick a nose in there too sometimes bro a shepherd potentially here potentially not here I think so. I'm sorry, I was muted. I was muted. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're uh, good. What was your three? So, um, so I'm going X Men first. Like X Men starts. I like the ball hawk. I like somebody who get double digit interceptions in a season. So I'm going with X Men first. Uh, he's starting. I'm going to bench Patrick Sertain. Um, I I just like the player. I think he had a back-to-back season where he had like six and seven picks, like respectively, um, like right before he went to Kansas City or whatever. Yep. But so I, uh, so yeah, I'm a I'm a Patrick Sertain guy. I, I like him. Sam Madison. I like Sam Madison too. This one is kind of like, you know, half, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Like I think this is one of the tougher ones. But yeah, if I had to let one go, it's probably going to be Sam Madison because I I like X's ball hawking ability, and I think I just like. Uh, the physicality of Patrick Sertain a little bit more than I do Madison. For me, I feel like number one should be obvious. Like, everyone knows that I'm probably the biggest Xavier Howard stan on Twitter. I've been doing it since he was picked, and it was really out of spite from Mr. Joshua House himself calling him injury-prone, which he was and probably still is technically. But that was out of just pure spite that I just was like, all right, this guy's now going to be my favorite player, so I have to start him. Um, and then just strictly off of the fact that this player went to, at the time, my, you know, my favorite team of the, the two, the Dolphins and the Giants, and ended up winning a Super Bowl, I had to go with Sam Madison. And then I would, uh, I would cut Patrick Sertain. And I do that just off of like favoritism. Sam Madison won a Super Bowl with the Giants and Xavier Howard's probably my favorite Miami Dolphins. So to be fair, Kai, that's, um, I, I feel that. I feel that. No, I understand. Like, it's not like he was dominant with the Giants, but like... No, I, I was going to more so say that's how I feel about Noah Igbenogany. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just, at this point, I'm his biggest fan, and, and, and in year five, when he's finally taking over the league and... What about and, shitty uh, corners? Could you think of two other shitty corners dude, to I, go we with We honestly him? could go the, the other way, and I was thinking, like, D-line, and I was going... Uh, I was going uh, Philip Merling. I was going. Um, oh, we just had so many bad picks sometimes. Like uh, I was trying to think of players who were like were good, but like I, I was gonna hit you with like Kiko Alonso, Koamisi, and like Andrew oh. Van Ginkle. Oh. I think Man, ABG is obviously are... the best out of <laughs> them, but I think it's like a, the other two are kind of like uh, a. I don't know. I would. I think I would start Koemisi. It just depends on what type of type of defense I'm trying to run. If I if I'm trying to have like something where I want you know, you know, AVG being like a, a pass rusher, then maybe I feel more comfortable like that. But uh, Koemisi was 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 a solid player by on his I day. Know. I got I got two more. I got two more. One is specifically for Kai. The other one is just kind of to make us. Think outside the box a little bit. So, Kai, this one is just for you. It's going to be fucking kickers we'll you... and punters, isn't it? You already know it. So, you got Dan Carpenter. Good you got uh, Orlando Mari. <laughs> and you got Jay Feely. I promise you there's Damn, you couldn't a, have given me Jason section. Sanders. No, there's a certain no, faction Jason here Sanders that... Uh, what's the, what was that uh, kicker that we used to have that was really famous? 
There was a kicker. Wasn't he in a movie with uh, Dan Marino? You know, Kai, I don't, I don't watch these movies from before 2000. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm I really swear it. it started with a Y, too. It's going to bother me all. Uh, oh, you talking about Yepperman? Uh, you... Ye- Yepperman? Yeah. yeah, that boy. Yeah. I think. Um, so you're asking me Alain Amar, Dan Carpenter, and Jay Feely? Yes. All right, well... Jay Feely was here for one season. Uh, he wasn't too bad. I believe he only missed like a couple of kicks. Um, Orlando Mar obviously has to start. I mean, I don't think that's a that's just not even a debate in that section. Dan Carpenter. I feel like picking Dan Carpenter is strictly off of the memes, but I feel like Dan Carpenter probably has one of the best field goal percentages out of the three of those. Because Orlando Mar played for a longer time, I think he played for almost like ten years, right? Like nine years or ten years. And Dan Carpenter was with the Dolphins for like five or six. Yeah, Orlando was here for a long time. Yeah, so I think, I think Orlando Mar would have to be starting just because it's Orlando Mar, and I'm I'm pretty sure he's like our number one kicker of all time or something like that in, in field goal attempts or field goals made. Um, Dan Carpenter, I think, was probably more accurate than Orlando Moore and then I'll have to cut Jay Feely because even like Jay Feely had one season he and I know he was good but I don't know Dan Carpenter also for the meme of him getting hit with a football off of the snap so I think I'm gonna have to just go with that I, I feel like that's a good little three solid kickers though. that was yeah, that was just for you. I know one doesn't care, so I don't even want to Dude, bother. It would have been him. it would have been much harder if you were like Andrew yeah, Franks, Caleb Sturgis, or like I don't know who's like okay, another. Okay, okay, oh, I got one. Okay, I got one. Uh, Adam Gaze, Cam Cameron, and <laughs> Joe uh... Philbin. Yes, yes. Royals. <laughs> I, I swear, this is why I'm. This group. I'm going. I'm going. Gaze, Philbin, and Cam Cameron. Uh, I feel like I don't Gase, know. Gaze, Philbin, Cam Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Nah, I, I think uh, I'm going Philbin, Gaze, Cam, Cam. You guys are gotta... drunk. It is definitely Gaze, um, Cam, Cameron, and Philbin. Philbin to me was the most god awful pick I have ever seen to be a coach. The dude was like a backup offensive line coach who was apparently not calling plays for Aaron Rodgers, and somehow he got promoted to head coach. Like Damn, I, promise you're talking you about if, our current head coach like, right now. Who? Our current one wasn't calling plays. Yeah, he was. Last year, he was the official OC. Uh... Oh, well, I'm not going to get into that. We're talking about somebody who, like, would bore you to sleep at, like, Disney. Like, no, like, the, the dude, like, was not built for this. And that, to me, was, like, probably one of the worst picks I've ever seen at head coach. Royal. That's great. I, no, I, uh, I I disagree entirely. Uh, but that's because I'm not going to uh, slander Joe Film because he came from Green Bay. So, <laughs> I mean, he was bad. But but Cam Cameron's getting cut. Joe Film has to get a roster spot from that. Um, but, yeah, I did have one more. It has, it's not position-based. All right. So you're starting, you're starting a new Dolphins team, and you have to choose between Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, and Ricky Williams. Do I do you want me to go first? I I'm feel like I I already knew what I wanted, but you know, Kai, you go first. Uh, I'm picking I'm picking Zach Thomas. Oh God, no, absolutely not. I'm start I'm starting Zach Thomas. 
He's just I he's the one I'm keeping on. And I say that just because I think running backs aren't as valued as they were when Ricky was playing. So I don't think like if I started a team with him, we'd probably have him for three years and then we wouldn't resign him anyways. Um and then with Jason Taylor, like obviously he's I mean, he's the all time leading sack leader for the Miami Dolphins and he's Jason fucking Taylor. But I don't know. Something something about that little short linebacker. I gotta take him. You gotta take Zach no, Thomas. Absolutely not. That is uh, JT is a cornerstone player. Like that is like you put him at the at, at, you know right end, left end, uh, you know outside linebacker, wherever you want to put him in whatever defense you have, whether four three or three four, and that guy is gonna get you at least twelve sacks a year. And that to me is is just golden in and of itself, where you don't have to scheme um, anybody to get sacks. Like and not that there's anything wrong with that, because obviously our defense is predicated on that, but um when you just got you know one of those war daddies as they like to call them um that just go out there and just do it themselves without needing any extra help or even if they have a chip or an extra blocker or tight end just sitting there trying to get them out of the game um they're still gonna be a problem and a menace like i and i specifically remember um that denver game to start the year where he i think it was a fumble return to the touchdown uh, the Chicago game where he like like almost Euro stepped over freaking Rex Grossman to score a touchdown. Like there's just so many instances where JT just wrecked games. And not that Zach Thomas didn't, because Zach Thomas is obviously more of the safer pick because you're you're setting up your defense because he's so cerebral and he's so uh instinctive to what the offense is doing where, you know, Peyton Manny was out here and and proclaiming that Zach Thomas would be calling the plays before he even ran them. Um, so that's definitely high praise, but but to me, JT's just such a premium position and such a premium talent that I I I wouldn't pass on that at all. I'm taking Ricky Williams. Damn, we went completely. Nah, he's, hey, listen, bro, he married into the Ricky Williams hype. He can't listen, go away from me. Listen, bro, yeah, exactly, Kai. That is my wife's favorite player, but beyond that. I personally, this is just my uh, my own opinion. I believe Ricky Williams is one of the three best players to ever play for the Miami Dolphins. Like I just, and I know that may be a lot to say because they one have been the several three best. One of the three best players to ever play for the Miami Dolphins. Who are you putting him in and there with? Be. Obviously, with Dan, who's the third one? Who's the second? Or, or I guess yeah, because it's him, Dan, and who who's the other? It's gonna be JT. All right, Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor is phenomenal, but I think uh, I think Ricky Williams is one of the, probably the, the well, like he is the second best offensive talent that you guys ever had. And he at the, at the time he was playing for the Dolphins, he was literally a one man offense. Oh huh? shit! Never mind, Dan Marino. <laughs> yes, yeah, but 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 either way though, like at the time he was playing for the Dolphins, he was a one man offense, bro. And and I they, get it. They uh, ran that boy to to retirement and smoking and and doing <laughs> yoga in the Himalayas. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And I get it. You know what I mean. Running back isn't as valued as it was back when he was playing. But I think that man was a stud. And if I had to start like kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with a Dolphins team now, I'd want to start it with a running back. I did not expect that. I did not think we were all going to go really so separately. I really didn't think we were all going to go so separately. I, I genuinely, I'm not going to lie. I genuinely thought the answer was just obviously JT. I like, 
Yeah, that was interesting. That was a good one. This has been this really has been one. an entire episode of what ifs and hypotheticals, and that's just been they're gonna hate it. I'm just telling you right now, they were already bitching about it last episode that we spent too much on hypotheticals. Dude, <laughs> like honestly, as as for anyone, first of all, like for anybody, for any ones and zeros, next that, week is gonna be great because we're gonna uh, the the whoever wins the contest, they they're gonna have to do a whole show because they're like it's oh yeah, just, they're gonna have to do a full forty five. Like, no question yeah 100 percent. yeah um well obviously for everybody like regardless of anything um for anyone that does listen and gets this part obviously we do appreciate it just because it is you know we are the extra yard and and the people that do cross over from three hours per carry and comes to our show knows that it's just going to be a show full of of wild things we will have stuff like the you know the first episode of the month where we are more i guess like robotic in in ways or we're more trying to get to the point but you know, if you're not having fun, especially, I think, obviously, I'm the youngest of the three of us, but if you're not having fun and you're not in the same general area of age that we are in, a lot of us just, it's like prime ADHD, like, running around yeah, talking really about is. anything, and, and you know, it's fun. One last one that I just have to ask, and, and we'll do it really quickly just because we're running up on 45 minutes here, um, and I feel like this is super simple. Uh, Juan, I, I know your answer, Royal. I may not know yours. Um, Jakeem Grant, sorry, wait, 19, um, a firefighter or a high school teacher? Uh, is this fuck, Mary kill? No, I mean, just any, you know, cut, cut, bench, start Jakeem Grant, a high school teacher or a firefighter. Uh, I would trade Jakeem to the USFL, bring him back, send him to the CFL, um, and then start NFL Europa to send him back over there. Uh, I've been in a few, you know, students versus teachers flag football game, and some of them teachers got wheels, so I'm starting a uh, teacher. Uh, obviously, <laughs> firefighters have to do a lot of work to keep their bodies in line, so I'm bitching the body players. <laughs> I love the firefighters, and uh, 19 can't catch, so he's getting cut. You know what's crazy? Like, for all the disrespect I give to uh, if Jakeem Grant comes down with two deep passes in, into his rookie year, we might be having a completely different narrative onto it. Especially when both of them were in the breadbasket. Like. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate that dude with all of my heart, bro. It's just something about 19. Him and him and uh, two, formerly 15. Both of them. I don't know, man. First downs. Allergic. Absolutely. The man runs, the he runs away merchant. from him. He's a nine-yard <laughs> merchant. Anything after ten, and it's like whoop, nope, sir, not me. You know what's what's crazy? I, I'm I, we're we're gonna end it too, but you know what's crazy is that Jakeem Grant only had three punt return touchdowns. I feel like the dude had like seven or eight. Had, no, I th- you think he had like two kickoff returns? Yeah, I'll give he him had three punt returns had, and two he, kickoff returns. He had like he had like one a year with us, if I'm not mistaken. Which I guess you do pay for that in a sense because that does flip fields and it does. I just thought he had so much you know, more. I don't know. Like, no, I, I mean, have like seven year, or eight. One, no, but to be fair, one a year is above average. Oh, I don't think absolutely the, the normal. The normal retirement does that, but it was always just the 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 training camp, the myths. Um, like he was like a big. He, he was a bigger training camp myth than than Albert Wilson, than than the Loch Ness monster, than than you know Sasquatch. Like the guy was like an all star in training camp, and then. The game started and it's like we saw a drop 
or he would catch a touchdown versus New England to win a game. Like, there was no in-between, and, you know, you just could not rely on that. So, touchdown to win a game. Yeah. That reminds me of an interception to win a game. Uh, Opening week, Camerber was a safety. Damn, I had on the tip of my tongue, and I was going to be able to ride off into the sunset. Now I can't remember the name. He wore 31. Um... Anyways, Brock Marion. No, no, it was it was, <laughs> it was so re. It was like twenty fourteen or fifteen. No, no, no. It was like week one against yeah, the Patriots. Was... We got interception. Oh. We picked off Tom Brady to win. He was a special oh, teams Thomas. legend. Yes, Michael yes, Thomas, yeah. yes. I believe I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Michael Thomas. Anyways, um, that's the show. Uh, next week, of course, we'll have one of the one of you listeners that'll come in and be able to speak with us about anything. We'll just whoever wins the contest, just get ready. We're gonna just challenge your opinion on Tua and just have you and Juan argue for like thirty minutes while Royal and I sit back and laugh. Literally, that's that's I feel like that's what everybody expected to end up being. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I don't know. That's the show. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.